It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Dallas Cowboys fall in week six to the Philadelphia Eagles. How big of a step back it a step back is it for the Cowboys moving forward? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network. Your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money with on any entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, how's it going today, sir? Uh, it could be going better. I would say that for sure. But, you know, honestly, I think – uh, there's silver linings here. I mean, certainly you're four and two. And, and I think if you had told me that the Cowboys would be four and two uh, after week one, you know, going, uh, going into the Lions game, I would have been thrilled. So, uh, you know, there's no moral victories, but, but uh, certainly it, despite how we all feel now, it certainly could be so much worse. It could be worse. The, t- the problem was, this is a tough game, Landon, for a, for a variety of reasons. In case you didn't see it, uh, the Dallas Cowboys fall to the Philadelphia Eagles here in week six. Uh, it was 26 to 17. The Cowboys got off to a horrific start in this game. They were down 20 to zero, was it, pretty quickly into the second quarter. Uh, Cooper Rush had multiple interceptions in the first uh, in the first half. Uh, there was a failed fourth downs conversion inside their own territory. The Cowboys just didn't play very well. This was pretty easily Cooper Rush's worst game of the season. Yeah, it feels like all the turnover regression kind of caught up to him all at once, right? And, uh, you know, he he ended up with, I think, three interceptions in the game. Um, You know, and honestly, that was was really the difference in the game. I mean, the Eagles – scored a whole bunch of points in the second quarter like like everyone knew they would, yep. almost like clockwork. And, uh, you know, the, the, the good news is the Cowboys showed a lot of heart in kind of trying to claw back and kind of putting themselves in a position to to try to come back in this game. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, like I said, you know, turnovers kind of ruined the day there. And then a, a missed opportunity on a touchdown when they, you know, they ended up with a field goal. Uh, it, it just was too much. And I think, you know, it showed you kind of the difference between ultimately – uh, what you normally get out of a, a out of a backup quarterback versus what we have been getting previously these last few weeks with Cooper Rush. So, uh, it was, and 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 then obviously you know the mis- you know the mistakes. But I mean, yeah. I think for the most part, it, it felt like a lot of the the difference in how the Cowboys r- rose or fell was was based on you know how how much the leprechaun was still da- dancing on Cooper Rush's shoulder. Yeah, and we'll get into both sides of this, but I mean. 
<laughs> this game was pretty close everywhere. Like it, it yeah. felt like the Eagles were running the ball like crazy in this game, and they were. Uh, but they averaged three and a half yards per carry. I mean, yeah. they didn't do a ton on offense, despite what maybe it felt like. They had 268 yards of offense in this game. Uh, they averaged, I'm looking at it now, 3.9 yards per play. Yeah. It's not great. The Cowboys actually averaged more yards per play. Uh, they had more total yards. It's just the turnovers. The Cowboys had four turnovers in this game if you count the failed fourth down. And you can't do that when you when you play on the road, especially with a, with a backup quarterback. Yeah, the Eagles are going to have a, a really easy schedule, the easiest schedule maybe in the NFL in the second half of the season. They're going to win a lot of ball games. They're going to have a record that is way above what they're fighting weight. I mean, th- well, they, th- this game should not have been as close as it was, and and the Eagles, you know, certainly were way less impressive in the second half, offensively and defensively. Um, so it'll be interesting to see exactly how this all shakes out by the end of the season. And, and that's why, uh, if we take like a, a ten thousand foot view, the way the Cowboys played in this game isn't all that concerning right like Mm -mm. you had a bad you have a (laughs) you have a backup quarterback playing in this game right who did not play very well uh the defense was put in some awful situations they didn't really make a lot of plays stopping them right inside the red zone and that kind of stuff you had a bunch of penalties and it was still you know what a three-point game at one point in late in the fourth quarter like you had a chance but big picture view it's a pretty devastating loss, Lana, because now all of a sudden you are two and a half games back of Philadelphia. The Eagles schedule coming up is so soft. And we know just from history, being the number one seed versus being a wild card team. I mean, your odds of like making it to the Super Bowl and winning it are like astronomically higher. So that's why it's it's such a tough loss because the Cowboys were in position after today to have the best record in the NFC. Uh, you know, uh... I see what you're saying, absolutely, and and the odds of them coming into getting the number one seed, all of that is 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 lessened. I also saw a whole bunch of really good NFC teams all lose today, uh, and I also saw you know the opportunity for the wild card to come around. And and look, you know, the problem is though, like as bad as Tampa looked, and as bad as Green Bay looked, and as bad as the 49ers look, I'm not sure that really matters for Dallas, right? Because you can't win those divisions, like probably. No, but but, but I honestly, th- yeah. Look, I I see what you're saying for sure, and like, look, the uh, the opportunity to win the division is 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 out of reach, but but the opportunity of making the playoffs and doing something is not certainly not out of reach, and and I think that despite like what, I like the way this team is playing, <laughs> you know, like I I like the fact that, that that they you know went down big on this team that was a juggernaut and they still tried to claw their way back. And despite being completely, uh, you know, outclassed at quarterback, especially tonight, uh, they were able to stay in this game. I think that, you know, I think that if Dak comes back and they can they can right the ship and win enough games, to, I think they're going to win enough games to make it into the playoffs because I think the Cowboys, much like the Eagles, have an equal equally soft schedule, uh, you know, in, in the second half in a lot of ways. Um, and so I, I still think that there's plenty of opportunity here for this team to be, you know, grow into a juggernaut where, uh, you know, I, the, the path, the pathway to a winning a division, maybe not, but, but, you know, look, winning all the division and having a high seating, it didn't help the Cowboys a ton last year either. So maybe there's another way that they need to do this at this point. Yes. But at the same time, 
you're the number one seed, that has so many advantages, right? I mean, look, we, we, we lost our quarterback week one. Like, like we shouldn't that's even fair. be having yeah, this conversation after six point. games. Like, Dak Prescott has played one game and so far out of six games and, 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 and you know, is plated to come back next week. I don't know. I I have a hard time being as dour about this when, when you know, the season was supposed to be over five weeks ago. That's a fair point. So, I don't know. That's where I'm at. No, it, uh, that's important perspective, right? Like, we were – <laughs> After week one, when we jumped on this podcast after that Sunday night game, we were just hoping that the Cowboys could stay in the hunt by the time Dak got back. They are 4-2. and two. Seems like Dak is coming back next week with some very winnable games coming up. So you're right. I, it's just when you get that close to being able to like completely – you know, control your own destiny and have things come through Dallas. It's it's tough, but uh, all right, let's, let's talk about how the offense performed in this game. But before we do that, I uh, want to tell you about Nugenics. If you're feeling like you can't get in the shape that you were when you were in your, you know, early to mid twenties, it's not your fault. As men age, our body naturally loses uh, free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to every man and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active if you want more energy to counter the negative effects of aging, check out Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen. It will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testofen. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs. You'll feel stronger, leaner. You'll have more energy and drive. And you're more passionate too. Your, your partner will certainly notice the difference. If you want a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, uh, all you have to do is text NFL to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text NFL to 231-231. Again, text NFL to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms available at Nugenics.com slash terms. We also want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. If you're taking Nugenics, you should also think about taking Athletic Greens. I've been taking it every morning for the last, oh man, four or five months now. Absolutely love it. It has a very mild and tropical taste that I actually look forward to having each morning before I have my coffee. Uh, so what's in this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals to help start your day off right. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it is cheaper than your cold brew habit. In fact, it's cheaper than going out and buying all the supplements yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we head in to cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, Landon, let's talk about the Cowboys' offense in this game. Uh, Cooper Rush, we've mentioned at the top, did not play well. 18 of 38, 181 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Feels like this is the game where the uh, 
he finally turned into a pumpkin, right? Yeah, I was I was going to use the analogy that it finally hit it struck midnight, right? Yep. Yeah, the Cinderella is appropriate. Um, I, I just think, yeah, it was just one of those things where the ball, you know, eventually bounced the wrong way. They didn't get a penalty, you know, on the on the interception that he was kind of giving up uh, seemingly every game. It was giving getting them into a position where the other team had their hands on the ball, but you know, that he got taken away or something. So no such luck in this game. You know, I will say that despite that, like it, it did feel a lot of kind of just rush base because uh, Cooper rush base, because yeah. it did feel like there was pressure for sure, but he didn't take any sacks. Like it wasn't like he was completely under siege at times. There was just times when he put bad balls out there and, and then, you know, that he got, had a couple tips, obviously, that, that w- it caused a couple of these interceptions. There's a couple just bad misses that he had at different points. Um, you know, I, I think offensively, really what, what held them in the game was the run game. You know, the, the ability to run the football. I thought Zeke was fantastic tonight. I thought um, it was amazing. Yeah. And, 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 Pollard, and Pollard ran also equally well. And they, you know, kind of a, a, a 50-50 mix there, and it was really effective. I think they ended up with – as many yards uh, as rushing the football uh, as, as the Eagles, but on like 13 less carries or yeah. something like that. So, you know, the, the, the running game was really effective, and that's something that I think is a positive moving forward. I think you know, going to the game in, in December is that I think you're going to be able to run on this team. And, and I think that that doesn't bode well for the Eagles too, is that, you know, it felt like despite the fact that the Cowboys, you know, really had a running game and, and kind of a cobbled together pass game with Rush, uh, based off that run game, it, it didn't feel like the Eagles were doing much to kind of stop the Cowboys. So um, that was kind of what was working. And then ultimately the tight ends were, were a huge part, portion of this game. I think between uh, uh, Ferguson and Hendershot, they ended up with 60-something yards and a touchdown. So both of them having huge games, which was, was big. I would have loved to have seen a lot more out of the wide receivers, um, but I also think that a lot of that was Cooper Rush. I, and I'll, I'll stick up for the receivers in this game. I CeeDee Lamb could have had a touchdown, a 50-yard yep. touchdown at the end of the game if Cooper Rush just yep. delivers the ball a tad bit early. Michael Gallup is open on a third-down play to the sideline, and the ball just takes forever to get there. Yep. And he gets Bradbury that's able to make a play on the last drive. Gallup is open on the sideline, and the ball just he, – he can't get it there. The receivers were open in this game. Yeah, there, there, uh, wasn't, there, there wasn't. There was it. another one. It was on a second and one. They did the little high-low play-action boot. And Cooper Rush throws the ball out of bounds and Michael Gallup's wide open in the middle of the field. So I think the receivers were open and that's, that's saying something against the secondary. They just, they had a quarterback that couldn't hit them. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's too bad that the, that the Eagles like have the schedule that they do, because I, I would love an opportunity to play this team again with Dak with, with everything on the line in December. If that's, if that becomes an opportunity, because I, I think that the Cowboys could with Dak playing Normally, I, I think Cowboys can blow this team out of the water if they want, if they if they need to when they come back to Dallas. There's just a chance by the time I think they play Christmas Eve that it might not matter for Philly. Yeah. It might matter a little bit for Dallas for positioning, and maybe at that point Dallas is still fighting for a playoff spot or whatever. But the the chances of that game mattering for the division are pretty low. But I think you're right. Like this Phillies team is really good. Let's just be clear, they are not a nine point better team than the Cowboys. Like they no. were tonight. They're, they're just, they're not right. And no. I saw Nick Sirianni after the game chirping on the sideline and shouting in the tunnel. It's like, Hey, I, I get it. It's a big divisional win, but you're not playing the Cowboys at full strength. Then you 
to know that, right? Yeah, and again, like, I mean, even again tonight, like, I want to see this Eagles team play from behind. I want to see an opportunity for them to, like, you know, play a good team from behind because I just don't believe that if the Eagles had to get into a situation where they had to pass to win, that they could consistently do it. Um, I think that the, the fact that they can continue to stay balanced in these games really opens things, keeps things open for them. But um, yeah, I just think that there, this is a, a team that I feel like is going to get a really high seeding in the playoffs because of the way the situation is. And that's, that's the way it probably likely will end with the season, but I, I could easily see them being a first round loss in the, in the playoffs just because I, I it feels like the same problems that they that they're going to run into are, are the kind of the same problems that a lot of teams that have you know kind of easy schedules is that they only play a certain way and then they win that way, but if you if you're forced to play left handed by a good team, um, you know, you, you're going to struggle. And I mean, hats off to the Eagles. Obviously, they they beat us tonight and and, and they've got a, a solid football team, a very good football team. But uh, you know, I, I think much like the Cowboys, they're they're benefiting from a, an easy schedule. And I don't know if their style of play is necessarily going to, you know, transition. There's just like this, like idea that they're like a, a, a physical football team, but I, I don't know that that's the case. They they don't get they don't stop the run very well. They don't necessarily run per yards per carry very well. Um, you know, they they fi- they find a way with through through some really good scheme. And hats off to Nick Sirianni. Seriously, I, I do think the scheme there is. It fits the personnel, yeah. what they want to do extremely well. Yeah, and they, they did a really good job in the first half, or really the second quarter, of like getting some ideal matchups. They put Micah Parsons in some uh, some weird things where he had to make decisions and it had guys wide open. We'll get to the Cowboys' defense in a second. But, yeah, I mean, listen, this was a game. We, we said this on Friday. This was a more important game to the Eagles. They could not afford – to let the Cowboys come into their place with a backup quarterback and beat them. If they wanted to establish themselves as a legitimate contender in the NFC and a legitimate Super Bowl contender, this game just meant more for them, and they want it. So hats off to them. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are light years above Dallas either. Oh, no, absolutely not. Like I'm, I mean, I, I definitely think this is a team that I would – not at all be afraid. I mean, that's the thing that I'm taking away overall from from today's football is that despite how we played today, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with a, a piece that's going to be replaced here shortly, and, and I think there's going to be improvement. Yeah. There's no one in the NFC I'm afraid of. Like the Eagles, you know, the Eagles came out and did what they did to us tonight. That's fine. You know, with, at home against the backup quarterback. There's no one in the NFC that I'm 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 afraid of if we can get into the playoffs. Like I think that this there is it just seems like there's a lot of kind of mediocre teams, uh, and and really maybe that's across the NFL, right? Like outside of Kansas City and B- Buffalo, like and really maybe it's just Buffalo. Like it feels like there's a lot of good and very good teams, but no, but only maybe one great team. To me, it feels like there's about five teams that are good, like good. And then there's a bunch of crap in the middle. And then there's some really bad teams at the bottom. And that's that's kind of the way the NFL season is. And maybe that'll get sorted out. Like maybe teams like Green Bay or Tampa Bay or something like that will figure it out. Baltimore will figure it out. But it's the way the season goes. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys defense in this game. Yeah. But before we do that, I want to tell you about prize picks. Uh, prize picks is so much fun. All you have to do is pick two to five players. And if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, 
you win. And you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. That includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget to add a promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys defense because... I have mixed feelings on them from this game. What are your thoughts? I'll just let you go first. I thought they played really well. I mean, I, I, I think that especially on the uh, along the line of scrimmage, I thought that they certainly played above kind of where we all expected. The, you know, Philadelphia ended up starting, I think, all their starters this, uh, this week. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. despite all the kind of injury designations they had throughout the weeks, it sounded like it basically everyone came out and played. Uh, Lane Johnson obviously left the game at a certain point, um, you know, with a concussion was out the rest of the game. But I think, you know, it's hard not to argue that with that the Cowboys ended up with four sacks, I think six tackles for a loss. I, they were, uh, I don't know what the yards per carry for, for uh, 3.5, I believe. Yeah, I mean, averaging you know, 3.5 yards per carry. Um, I thought that, you know, for the most part along the, the, the line that the Cowboys did a good, an, a great job. I think the Cowboys actually won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the, of, of the ball. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, the kind of inconsistency on third downs, like the inability speci- specifically on early downs uh, to kind of tighten things up and put things in, in uh, uh, put Philadelphia in bad situations early, especially uh, it, it caused Philadelphia that kind of well, it didn't cause Philadelphia it allowed Philadelphia to kind of convert first downs at a high rate because they weren't really being put into uh, a bunch of bad situations and then you know you had a couple of really bad backbreaker situations like the the offsides penalty with Dante Fowler that, yeah, you know, that if, if, if if they had figured out a way to not do that then maybe they they get off the field. Um, you know, I just think that they got caught in a couple of bad situations that extended a couple of specific drives. Uh, but I thought that overall for, for what, you know, they, they were facing specifically, and especially when you can talk about how badly the offensive uh, side of the ball kind of set them up and all the bad positions they were put into, uh, I, I thought that was really tough for the defense. Um, but I think that, you know, they, for the most part, they played well. I, I definitely want to go back and watch some of the tape, but, uh, you know, especially, you know, the back seven. Um, but I thought for the for the most part up front, they, they definitely played well. Yeah, it's just tough. I think I think you're right. But there were just moments in this game where the Cowboys needed their defense to make a play, and they just 
couldn't do it. Like, for example, starting in the, the going into the third quarter, they forced a punt, and the Cowboys had a nine-play, 79-yard touchdown drive. Next drive, they force a punt. Then the Cowboys have a 15-play, 93-yard touchdown drive that took up seven minutes of the clock. We are into the fourth quarter, and the score now is 20-17. to 17. All you need to do is get a stop or force them to kick a field goal, and you have a chance to go tie or, you know, to take the lead. And then the Eagles have a 13 play, 75 yard drive. On that drive, they had three third downs, and all of them were third and one, third and four, third and one. It's just they couldn't, they could, they had, they were so bad on first down on so, in some of these drives that it put them in such bad spots on second and third downs. That's what I'm a little disappointed about because I know the defense can be better than that. They just needed one more great stop and they couldn't get it. Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately that drive specifically was, was really a killer one. And I think you nailed it. It's it a lot, had everything to do with an inability to kind of short, you know, continue to keep the sticks long after first and second down, you know, specifically it felt like first down, you know, they started it out with Sanders uh, with the big 13-yard run, and I think that was actually the longest run that Philadelphia had all night, if I'm not mistaken. But the problem is, is that when you can get get five or six yards, um, you know that's and then uh, they find another second down play that can just get you some kind of positive yardage, uh, then you're you're gonna end up in third and five or less, third and four or less. And that's really where it felt like Philadelphia was able to kind of continually convert the, those situations, and, and and Dallas was not able to get off the field. And, and Jalen Hurts is so good in third and one because he's so big and he, he's athletic. You could use him on the quarterbacks, Knicks. You've got to get him in third and long. And the Cowboys' defense just couldn't do it very often. And that's listen, I I think they're the best third and five plus defense in the league, and they were rarely in those situations tonight. Yeah, and you know, and then again, like I think ultimately, after all that, what happens is that either we, the offense is going to make a mistake or your defense makes a mistake. And on that drive specifically, the defense was the one that made the mistake that couldn't tackle uh, AJ Brown on that mm-hmm. pass on the twenty nine, and he's able to take it into the into the red zone, and then obviously that kind of sealed the deal on that drive. But there's just lots of those kind of you know situations where you feel like you needed one more play from this defense. And, 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 and if he got one more play, it would have been the difference in a touchdown or, you know, points even. So uh, I think for, for the most part, again, it's encouraging. I thought the, the, the defense overall played well, but I mean, considering what you needed from them to do, what you needed them to do tonight, um, uh, it was, it was, it was not enough. No, and that's the thing is it, it, it's so hard to consistently win games in the NFL. Yeah, basically yeah. bite with your defense only, yeah. right? And the offense had some plays in this game, but yeah. when you're going up against good teams, to to ask your defense to hold teams under 20 points and create turnovers every week, it's really hard. That's why yeah. that's that's why you don't see a lot of just like number one ranked defenses and bad offenses go far in the playoffs, right? You, you've got to have a good balance. So, well, and that's why the Eagles have been able to maintain, you know, despite not having, I mean, again, like when you watch them individually, it's not like they're like playing uh, just dominating teams all the time, but, but what's happening is that they have incredibly solid second quarters and they have been winning the turnover turnover margin at such a high rate, all these games, including this game 
that they put their offense in advantageous positions and, and they have an offense that can take advantage of those turnovers. So, um, you know, it's just a lot like what the Cowboys yeah. were dealing with at certain points last year. All right. We we just have a couple of minutes left before we head out. Big picture view. Cowboys are four and two. Yeah. I, I think they have what two more games here before the bye. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, they get the Lions and then the Bears. The Bears, that sounds right. Oh my. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh, well done. what 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 would you like to see or what should be the goal for the Cowboys over the next what, I guess eleven games? Bad at math. Um Yeah, I mean I, I think you know, I, I think you, 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 you're trying to win those two games. I mean, the Lions, I think, is a, a physical – it's a tough out. The Lions are the, the definition of a tough out, right? They're, they're probably not a good enough team to necessarily be favored against the Cowboys, especially if Dak's playing, but uh, they're going to be physical. They're going to be a difficult – it's going to be a difficult football game, right? And they're coming off a bye. Just- yep. Uh, and the Bears are the Bears. So you, you, you expect to kind of come away with two wins there, right? And then at that point you're six and two. You're going into the bye. You still got nine games left. You know, I, I think you're you're hoping at the very minimum to end up with ten or eleven wins. I think out of that uh, the total, right? Like I, I would say that eleven or twelve is probably what you're really hoping for in order to kind of you know make a strike for that wild card spot uh, if you can't win the division. So. You know, I think at this point for the Cowboys, like I said, we have to take it one game at a time. We got to get Dak back. We got to start stacking some wins together. I think they're in a good spot that that they're trending in the right direction. They get their quarterback back. They get their offense back on track. Um, they, they, it's all still in, all in front of them. Um, they, you know, they're going to need some luck to win the division, but they still have a very good chance to go into the playoffs. And I think once they're in the playoffs, they're going to be a very dangerous team to play. Yeah. It's all about just getting Dak healthy and start playing better, right? Like start finally merging and marrying the offense and defense together, right? Have the offense start putting up 30 points a game and have the defense start to create turnovers. Like we saw last year, they can start to do that. The wins will stack up and you never know. I, there's a lot of football that can happen. Weird games happen all the time, as we saw this week. I mean, you can see wild upsets like, I don't know, Steelers beating Tampa Bay. This, I mean, I mean, that's I, shocking I, that you would bring that up, honestly. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, football's weird. It's a, it's a, maybe the Eagles will stumble. Maybe the Giants will stumble. Jeez, that's such a weird thing to say. But uh, I mean, the, if, the Eagles play the Steelers, right? Maybe we can get like the 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 – the, you have to make some kind of sacrifice, right? You have to like sacrifice a Steelers win well, in order will I be to be wearing get a Steelers jersey that week for oh, the podcast. Wow, that would be I might listen. That's hey, so against my nature to root for the Steelers, but I think you're going to have to. I mean, against the Eagles, you may not have a choice. Yeah, I definitely don't have a choice. So, uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second list of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you get to Locked on Cowboys podcast. We'll be back uh, on Tuesday to do some all 22 notes. I promise it's not all bad, even though the Cowboys mm. lost. It ends this four-game winning streak. There will be positives to take away. There will be some things yeah. that we'll look to clean up. We'll get to your tw- uh, Twitter questions later in the week. We've got a crossover show with Locked On Lions. 
busy, busy week here uh, as we roll through the NFL season. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.